Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to Bernanya Cherish Show. We are live here. Uh, I'm just outside of where I'm outside of the studio. I'm just changing my audio settings. I'm like, I'm hearing too much noise. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm just outside of the studio area in Bothell and Jen and Benny are actually in Bellevue in the main studio. That's why you can see all the machines and wires if you're watching on YouTube. And how can people watch on YouTube? Well, you can go to the Mighty YouTube, and we have other platforms that the show is actually streaming on as well. But for the main thing, just go to YouTube and uh, type in Marie Manu Cherry Show and or the station's website, 1150kknw.com. Great. And if you just want to listen to it online, you can yeah. go to energyintuitive.com as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. So we're going to talk just a tiny bit about the second chakra. Okay. Because I'm always telling everyone to be happy. You know, you've got to be joyful. you got to figure out what makes you happy. you got to choose that. So, But here's the energetic reason why the second chakra that sits in the pelvic area so just below the belly button for women at the belly button for men this beautiful gorgeous chakra that which should be the size of a large orange but i want you to know that probably uh 20 of the people i see have it as a large orange it's usually the size of a grape walnut you know maybe a tangerine um and, and so that means that the one's personal emotions are shrunken and this particular chakra has two main responsibilities it governs reproductive organs kidneys adrenal glands so that means your cortisol levels uh also the um, the bladder and the appendix but then it has a secondary responsibility that no other chakra in the body has so this is what makes it so incredibly special it governs key areas of your life romantic love, partnership, intimacy, friendships, your wealth, like the amount of wealth that you have in your life and how, and the relationship you have to it. It's all about relationships, your relationship to your work, career, hobbies, things that you do throughout the day, and also your creativity because everyone's creative, but very few people actually play in their creative energy. So this, um, this particular chakra, it's emotion is joy. So you know, you're on the right track. When your love life is joyful, your friendships are joyful, your work is joyful, your wealth is joyful, and your creativity is joyful. And then all those organs get fed beautiful, positive energy. Mm, Loving it. Yay. Good. I love being fed positive energy. Yes. Yes. You know, when I was thinking about creativity, I was thinking about like when you work on your house. Oh, no, I'm not doing that for a long time. I know, but, or like Halloween every year, like you'd spend months. Weeks. I will do that every year. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Like that makes you happy, right? <laughs> yes, And it you does. come up with really cool ideas and you mm-hmm. win most of the time. Yeah, the contest. Percentage, yeah, the percentage is up there. Right? I've, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've had a few wins under my belt. Yep. Mm-hmm. So creativity is really important. Like these two little images behind me, I made them. They're in caustic art. I haven't done it in a while, but when I do it, I'm so yeah. happy. And I just fill my walls. Luckily, I have a lot of walls in my house. So I just place them all over my wall. Sometimes my kids go, mom, can I have that one? I'm like, sure. You know, <laughs> they take it and put it somewhere in their house. It's you fun. F- fill up the space again. Yeah. I actually have to, but they, 
Mina took a nice big one for Lucian's bedroom. Um, I had told her she had to like screw it on the wall because Lucian's like evil Knievel. Mm. He can like knock things down. So I'm <laughs> sure she did. So I, I need to have a weekend of encaustic melting wax and you know, play. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Yeah, I've kind of given up on like, I'm not giving up, but more of the house things now. I'm just going <laughs> to, I did enough this last year flipping my uh, last house. So I'm good for right now. Yeah, but you had fun maybe picking out tile and the wood and no, the countertops. No, really. not really. I wouldn't have fun. It was just like, I was, under, I was under the gun. Okay. I had to get it. <laughs> this is really good to know. Um, I'm about to have my house all torn up. Finally, my contractor is available to Good. Um, Great. put new flooring in my mm-hmm. house. So, yeah, it's going to be a little cray-cray here for a few weeks, but, you know. And I take that back a little bit. I, I mean, I did enjoy it. I think if I wasn't under so much pressure under, you know, within a couple of weeks or something like that up to a month, then I probably would have enjoyed a little bit more. It still looks amazing. Ah, I'm very happy with what I turned out. It's just Great. I didn't get to enjoy the process per se. It was more like you show up and I'm down to like five samples give me a minute to think about it no it's like nope that one looks good you know what I mean I think I took I took so long my contractor was ready as soon as I hired him to put my flooring in Mm -hmm. but I took months finding I mean you can ask Jen she was like kind of my co-pilot and uh I looked at I can't tell you how many pieces of floor sampling I had in my house for weeks and weeks and months finally I picked one well my daughter Mariam actually found it yep. for me mm-hmm. yeah uh, but but then I got delayed because he got other work yeah. so <laughs> and contractors get that but at least I know they're That's working good. they're working yeah I want them to work okay we're taking calls we are 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manuturi show and we will start things off with Carrie calling in from Hawaii hello Carrie Ooh, good morning Hawaii. to you yeah. which good island <laughs> oh which island Carrie Oh, I'm on Oahu. Oh, nice. That is really my favorite island because you can go okay. shopping. Like all the other islands, oh, yeah. you can't really go shopping. And you have to eat dinner by 8 o'clock if you're going to eat out because everything closes down. But not on Oahu. That's right. Yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah, love it. So oh, what can God. I do for you? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to call and thank you because I've called like last year and I had a lot of difficulties and you gave me a great what if question to say what if everything turned out better than I ever expected and it really did. Um, And so I'm just so grateful to you because your advice was just so timely and helpful and it is better. But the other question I have is this is, I was going through a divorce, and I'm still going through it because I went through trial and arbitration and everything. And so he just won't um, let go. No, yeah, he won't. He yeah, because our arbitrator, our arbitrator scared, scared the kajibis out of my ex. He wanted to go to trial too, and he said, hey, "Okay, it's going to cost you at least fifty thousand dollars each yes. to go to trial." Um, yeah. And that was over 20 years ago. So he agreed to settle, you know, before trial. Okay, so so did, did the trial turn out the way you wanted it to? Yes, sure. I mean, like, yes, in many ways. Okay. I mean, of course, there's things that didn't, but like a lot of it did. And I was just so ec- ec- ecstatic, right? It's just so fabulous. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I have to thank Marie. But the trial is over, and they have to rewrite it in the divorce decree and all this other paperwork, and he is still fighting it, and he's taking me to right, and he's going to sue me, and there's just all this stuff that he is threatening to do. And um, 
and it's involving my son, so he's going to appeal and all this crazy stuff. So he says, right. I need like a what if question because maybe it's all just idle threats, but he's still fighting it even though the decision has been made. Yeah, he won't let go. So I, here's what I think needs to happen. Okay. And, and I'll, I'll look for a what if question too, but you're still feeding him energy. You think about so him. How do I stop? Yeah, you got to stop. <laughs> You, you have okay, to stop so giving I him light. I his email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it, but this has to do with your energy. See, you're a very kind, compassionate person. This is a person you loved at one time. This is a person who is the father of your child. And, and you're very loyal, too. So even though he's acting like a complete thing that I can't say on the air, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, he's, yeah, he's, he's narcissistic. He's got a lot of deep wounds. And, and there is this really unhealthy... Um, situation that occurs with people who are narcissistic and have deep wounds and won't do inner work and empathic people who have deep wounds who are codependent and care too much about others. There's this weird attraction that comes so that hopefully one of them will learn and step away from the pattern, which you did, but you're still giving him your light. So you have to stop thinking about him. Okay. How old is your son? Oh, he's an adult. He's like, no. yeah. So all the more reason where you don't, you know, you're, you're not, ch- ch- you know, trading child support or any of these things. So, um, you have to stop thinking about him. Stop talking. I mean, for our sake, that's fine. Stop talking about the problems or the issues and you're going to start to take your own light in. And then he's going to slowly start to detach from you, but you're, you're kind of feeding the fire, not consciously, but energetically in a loving kind beautiful way which is really nice of you but he just wants more of that light so you're gonna have to pull away and just let your lawyer take care of it don't do like even though he's made these threats don't talk about it don't think about it your lawyer will take care of answering things if he does any legal briefs regarding it or whatever the correct terminology is um does that make sense yeah i mean it does but just I wanted to add, like, my son is 30, but he has special needs, so there's a guardianship mm. between shared custody with us, mm-hmm. the two of but us. But your son's fine. He's in a safe place, or he's fine. So Okay, okay. So, right? Yeah. Just let that go. He's not going to abandon his child financially. He's not going to do that. But I just want you to pull back all your light. So the way you know, for some people anyway, or I should say the way I know I pulled back my light from someone is that when I take a quick peek at them, because people who are giving their light to others are constantly looking at them and worried about them or cared about them or afraid of them or something, right? There's a connection. But I know I've taken my light away because I will take a quick peek. I'm highly visual and I don't see them glowing and empathic people can feel guilty, but your light is for your light. It's not for other people. And in his okay. case, he will take your light and use it against you. It will energize him to do, to lie because he lies, you know, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Right? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And he believes his lies. So there's no way that you can correct his thinking. He's not going to change his behavior or his his thought process, he believes his lies, which is a very strong narcissistic pattern. Okay. 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 So, so what if it's okay if I keep my light inside my body just for me? Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. I love it. Thank you. I mean, it just, I just want to let you know that 
your what if question really helped me. Like every time I was down or I was in arbitration, I was like, what if this turns out better than I ever imagined? I kept saying that, and it did. When the when the arbitration decision came out, I was like shocked. Even my attorney called me and goes, oh, my gosh, do you believe what she wrote? And I'm like, I can't believe it. So I'm so I'm happy for you. You deserve it. it. And I'm so grateful the what if questions were helpful. Someday soon, I will be done with my psychic what if questions. Um, I'm getting close. I'm getting very close. So have a beautiful, beautiful day. Oh, you too. Thank you so much. I you're welcome. It. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks, Carrie, for calling from uh, Hawaii. Hope it's all uh, nice and warm there, as per usual. Conversation eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but you mean instead of 36 degrees like it is here? I mean, that's warm for us here right now. If you want to go (laughs) with that. (laughs) It's not bad. Charles is getting one walk a day instead of his two. I'm like, um, he has fur. He's fine. (laughs) I'm cold. I'm cold. You know, I'm freezing. Get one of those like uh, a robot, like. Yeah, sends, to like, take can, him like, on take the second Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's a great idea. Could you build that pretty quick now? Yeah, I can totally know? do that. All right, 877-825-8828 <laughs> for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll take one more uh, caller before our first break of the hour, and it's Brenda calling in from uh, Toronto, uh, Canada. Hi, Brenda. Not yet. Not yet? Oh, not yet. How about Martha from Virginia? I think that's the line I grabbed on accident. Oh, that is me. Hi. Hi. Sorry oh, about that. Hi, I got so happy. <laughs> My son is here with me, and I heard Brenda from somewhere, and I said to him, not yet. (laughs) That was my fault. I accept full responsibilities. Yeah, that's great. So, Martha, what can I do for you? Hi. So, um, my son is here with me, and um, he's 14, and he's had a respiratory infection of some kind for the last week, like solid week, a little going on more than that now, and missing school, which is, you know, kind of hard and stressful. And I woke up this morning and thought, it's Thursday, and it's Marie's show, <laughs> and ask her for a yeah. meeting. So I told him about you, and we're here together to see what you might have to share with us. So do you give him any vitamin D? Yes. Okay. And do you, do you give it to him regularly, like every day? You know, we go off and on. Since he's been sick, we do, we've been doing it more regularly, but we are pretty um, inconsistent with it. Yeah, let's be consistent with it. Let's be consistent okay. with vitamin D. I mean, the, the most people are vitamin D insufficient. In fact, what I learned yesterday after talking to a very smart eye doctor is that even when people have what we consider toxic levels or they have toxic, which is rare, by the way, or they have toxic mm-hmm. symptoms, it's because vitamin D also kind of pulls on magnesium. And it's really a magnesium deficiency in many ways that people are actually... Uh, experiencing. So vitamin D, make sure he's getting a multivitamin that has some magnesium in it. That would be helpful. But your son also needs a little bit of a mental health break. You know, school can be intense. I know that's not what he thinks mentally, but it's intense. And your son is sensitive. He's lovely. I mean, he's just a caring, kind person, which is wonderful. Good job. Great parenting. And of course, you know, he was born that way, but you've helped him to maintain his precious spirit. So I would just relax, like, let's just relax and have Mm -hmm. some fun at home. I know he's bored, but I'd rather have him like his body, his emotional body is, is needing the rest and the relaxation. And then maybe you guys need to talk a little bit about school and some of the things that are happening at school that he doesn't like, even though they're not happening to him, 
mm-hmm. sensitive people can see or hear or feel what's happening to other people and it can be upsetting. Yeah. School is an intense experience, I would say. For it you. is. You know? Yeah. I I think, it, I mean, our whole educational system in the United States needs to be completely redone. You know, we should have yeah. eight kids in a classroom and they should be hanging from trees and hiking while they learn by a very highly intelligent, highly emotionally intelligent person who can see their magnificence and guide yeah. them, you know, in healthy and powerful ways with really healthy nutrition, nutritional food and meditation and yoga. And that's what we need in our, our educational system. Right. So yes. does, does my answer sound okay? It does. I mean, I, yeah. Um, and any suggestions for the, the fun and, and ways to support the emotional body? Well, talking about it, because your son yeah. may not really know that he's picked up on something that's made him feel uncomfortable and yeah. kind of lowered his defense mechanism. So talking to him about it, or even t- talking, because kids are so brilliant. They're so incredibly brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, talking to him about that souls are having their own unique experiences and that, you know, we don't have to save everyone. Um, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean that we're going to become uncompassionate. That will never happen to older souls. They, they're at the highest level of compassion. But that um, just having him have a little vent about it or a conversation, I think you're going to notice him feeling better in the next couple of days. And also... I'm just looking at his energy system right now. Mm, what's fun for him to do? Like, what's one of his funnest things to do? What do you, what do you think? I'm asking him. He's right here with me. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? It's okay. You can say whatever. I don't know. I'd say probably like playing video games I like going outside, oh. playing video games or yeah, going outside. Yeah. Okay. So let's reduce the violent video games, please. Mm-hmm. Please. I don't think that's healthy for anyone. And um, maybe do a little bit of outside, but really warm blankets and a heater or, you know, like I want him to still rest, but maybe a little bit of outside, but really warm. Um, but okay. no, let's get away from the violent video games. Those are not healthy. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing yeah. how of the social that is these days with games like Minecraft, which can have awesome creative components to it, and 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 there's violence, and um, and right. it's such a way that kids connect right now. It's very hard to figure out how to navigate that. I gotta say, I know. I feel like I feel like I was so lucky. My kids, there was like one thing that was out. I don't even remember what it was, PlayStation or something, and we never got it. Like. Our kids didn't have any video games at all, but they were just coming out, yeah. you know, at that time. So I feel very fortunate that I didn't have to deal with that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a bit of a hurdle for me and my twin boys that are 12, and they're all about Minecraft and Fortnite and all that stuff. And I just have to remember they have a limited time. So you got to be structured yeah. on that. And we don't need to feed violence to our, our children, right. you know, especially... It, what appears to be more male children than female children. We just don't need to desensitize them to violence. And and you guys yeah. are parents. You can say no. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, yeah. no, let's no. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the thing I say no about. It's like, it's our, it's our main, uh, I would say it's our, yeah. our main struggle at home is trying to yeah. Yeah, fight mm-hmm. the tsunami of screen time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, so. right. Yeah. So no, no, no. Some outside time with some blankets and you'll be fine in a couple of days, I think. That's great to hear. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're welcome. Have a great day.
You too. Thanks, Benny. Thanks, Marie. You're welcome, Martha. Appreciate calling. And uh, 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And uh, we're at our first break already. Let's take that, and we'll be right back with more from Marie. I love that song. So happy, so jumpy. I really, really like it. And if you've been thinking about going on the Grease Retreat, we only have five spots left. Uh, five spots that will be in the main villa where I'll be staying and we'll be doing all of our teaching. They are in shared rooms. That means two people. Um, we have been very successful at finding the right people to be roommates. We've had never had a complaint. Um, and this will be our third visit to Greece and my fourth retreat in Europe. The first one was in Spain. So this um, trip is um, June 27th through July 4th. We get an extra day. They gave us an extra day for free. I don't know why, but yay. So we'll be there for eight days. And um, it's about falling in love with you and uh, unlocking your magnificence retreat. So it's going to be really, really fun. And then I am doing an East-West class on May 12th from 7 to 8.30. I'm going to be in person at the um, East-West Center for Self-Realization in Bothell uh, at the Ananda Blue Lotus Temple in Bothell, actually like five minutes from my house. Um, and it's all about learn to manifest through the power of self-love. Really, really fun and exciting. And that one will be online too. So you can go to energyintuitive.com, go to the course page, excuse me, and you can sign up for that class. And then I have a shift your vibration and manifest April 19th. I want you to know that that's really a manifesting class, but you have to shift your vibration to manifest. So we're going to be working on manifesting techniques and abilities. I anticipate people will have a lot of what they want before the end of the eight weeks. That's an eight week course. Uh, mediumship is open, starts April 3rd. Okay. I think I said all the classes. <laughs> Got it all covered. All right, now let's take uh, Brenda from uh, Toronto. I apologize earlier. Brenda, you're back, but you're live this time. Okay, wonderful. Hi, hi. thank hi. you so much. Yeah, hi, Benny. Hi, Marie. Uh, thanks for Hello. taking the call. Hi. Yes, um, yes. I, have an, I, I have an opportunity that I need to make a decision about, um, and I guess I'm wondering whether it's in my highest good and is it the right thing for me in the next while. It's a spiritual retreat with a teacher and a group I've been working with to go to Kashmir, India in October. And while that sounds super exciting, and it is, um, there are also, you know, some challenges or decisions that I'd have to make related to it, like um, finances aren't really liquid right now, and it would mean I'd need to retire full time, which I'm thinking of doing anyway at the end of June. So um, partly because of the time crunch of needing to make a decision, I just really love your input if you think it's the right thing for me. I don't. Okay. I, I get a big no. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you're, no, you're no, wanting but... to change your whole life to go do this one thing. And I, I don't have a good feeling about it. I'm not saying you wouldn't have some fun, but um, it's a complicated part of the world as well. It's not a super clean or healthy part of the world as well. So um, yeah, no, that's what I, okay. I heard. It was just immediately no. So, okay, so well, what I was it that made clarity. you... Oh, yeah. So what you get to do whatever you want, though, right, regardless of what I say. So what was it that made you want to go there? Well, I've been to that part of the world or, or close to it um, in the past. So it's partly that just 
the beauty of it, but also because it's kind of a unique opportunity with this particular group. They don't go every year. Um, it would be being near the ashram to a teacher that I resonate with very strongly. So there's a little bit of fear of missing out in the sense that I'm not sure I'd be able to go um, to some of those places on my own or it might not be offered again. Um, but part of me also feels like it may be offered again and it might not be the right time. I think spiritual awareness is such a unique and powerful experience. You don't have to be around other people or certain geological locations to actually have something significantly happen to you that permanently affects you for the rest of your life. And that's what you're Mm -hmm. really looking for. You're really looking for Mm -hmm. that. And, and so you have this idea like, okay, if I travel half halfway across the world or whatnot and and are close to some proximity to some building or some sort of vibration but i i hear but i've said this before but i'm hearing it again you could be sitting on your toilet and have the most (laughs) profound spiritual awakening possible that is lifelong lasting and that's what what you're really looking for so i would start using the what if question what if i've had the spiritual awakening that I desire and deserve, even though you don't know what that, because we don't really know what what our higher self says would be the most profound spiritual awakening for us. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Uh, so I would start using that what if question so you can have it here, you know, yeah. out of the blue, comfortable, and not have to walk away from a bunch of stuff or make big decisions so that you can go to an be close to an ashram on the other side of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You're welcome. It makes me think of Timothy Leary and Wayne Dyer who took acid to wake up spiritually until they did start to go to an ashram in India. And, but they, that ashram taught them how to meditate. It it really doesn't have to be in front of a certain type of person or a building, right? right? It's unnecessary, quite frankly, because, you know, the universe also doesn't want us to have outward gods, it wants us to have mm-hmm. internal gods, internal consciousness, and internal um, connection to our God self. And some people get very right. distracted by the external. Yeah. I, maybe part of the reason I wanted to was I've had some of those internal experiences right. related to something that would be one of the sites we'd be going to. So it just kind of felt like, oh, you know. Right. <laughs> um, but, but it wasn't long lasting. what you're saying, that it was internal, yeah. so it doesn't need to become external now. Yeah. No. And, and as soon as you can change your perception about that and realize that, you're a sacred being, an irreplaceable part of creation, just as magical as any being who's ever existed in any form. Uh, as soon as you start to really believe that about yourself, you're going to start to hear, see, and feel, and understand your own magnificence. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm in your you're course. Welcome. Love it. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for joining the show. 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manucherry show that you're just tuning in, listening, uh, well, all over. That's pretty much uh, I the know, best way. I know. That's so exciting. Pretty, pretty cool. Yes. Pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. We all appreciate it very much. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we'll take now Christine calling in from New York. Hi, Christine. Hi, Marie. Hi, Benny. How are you guys? We're great. We're great. What can I do for you? So I am so happy to get through to you today. I had called you in the spring. I'm calling on behalf of my um, seven-year-old son 
And when I called you in the spring, the insight you gave me prompted me to switch from a practitioner I was working with that was very fear-based and to go seek out some different opinions for him. Um, The main issues were that we suspected he'd have pants or pandas for a few years and that he was still incontinent. And Mm. going to a different practitioner revealed that we had invisible toxic mold throughout our our home. Wow. Yes. And so we moved out all summer and we had every square inch of our home cleaned and, you know, we've retested several times and, you know, we're still going to keep our eye on that, but that doesn't seem to be the main issue. Um, And what's going on right now with him is that he's had three rounds of strep throat in the last about six weeks. Mm -hmm. He's also fainted four times since August. Mm-hmm. and he's still incontinent. He hasn't gained weight in over a year. He's very much self-restricting food that he's eating, and his he's just having major immunity issues. Mm-hmm. And I had him checked out every which way, and the doctors are very confused because he's not showing strep antibodies, even though he's having all these positive cultures, and they want to do more so, testing. But here's what I'm going to recommend. Have you taken him to a naturopath? Yes, we work with a naturopath, a homeopath, a holistic neurologist, like you name it, I'm doing okay. it. I'm extremely proactive. That's good. And... So, so I'm going to say a couple things. One, you have to stop worrying about him. You are in fight or flight regarding him and children pick up on that energy and it can radically affect them health-wise or otherwise. So you're going to have to stop worrying about him. I know that's going to be hard. And one of the things I learned yesterday, which I didn't know, that mold holds a lot of metals in it, like heavy metals. I had no idea. I, I had no idea whatsoever. So has he been checked for metals? Um, I'm not positive because we've done urine and stool and blood. We've done so many different kinds of tests, mm-hmm. but it, it never came up that we thought metals were okay, the that's issue. Okay, that's good. That's good. So here's your homework assignment. That's great. I'm glad it was checked. Um, Here's your homework assignment. You need to start doing what if questions about your son being completely and totally healthy. Because believe it or not, women or a very, very emotionally highly connected father to their children, like Benny's highly connected to his kids, very emotionally connected. So men can have that. Thank you very much, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy you are. It's such a beautiful thing. So you're going to have to change your energy because you are in constant fight or flight. Logically, you have every right to be there, but we have to change your energy because your child is so young. He is taking your energy and it's how he's responding. So do you think you could stop worrying? So, I mean, I've taken three of your shift classes and uh-huh. I <laughs> am you. doing um, Ayurvedic breathing practices. Like I'm doing so much to work on my own nervous system yeah. through all of this. And it, it is very hard and I'm extremely aware that I'm stuck in fight or flight and it's Great. causing me a host of happy, issues. But... Happy, happy you're aware. Congratulations. That's huge. That's a big part of the work. So what if my baby is happy. I don't want you to even use the word healthy. I want you to use happy. What if my baby is mm, perfectly aligned? What if my baby is um, expanding his aura and taking in the perfect amount of energy? I want you to use those kind of what if questions. What if I can let go and surrender because my child is happy? 
I want you to start using these what if questions because this is probably past life activated. You pro and when I say that, I know it's 100% true. You've probably had past lives where you've lost children or grandchildren or something horrific happened. And, and you have this child who's not, you know, moving in that direction, by the way, but you're reacting as if from the past. So we, we need to ha have you stop reacting from that so that your child will start to run his energy differently than your energy and start to have a healthy, happy body. So when you look at his energetic body, do you see particular leaks that might give insight to physically what's going on with him? Or is really the big issue my energy and him absorbing that? Yes, your energy, him absorbing it. So all his immune challenges are linked to my energy being off. Yeah. So when children are young in particular, but it could happen throughout their lifetime, it just depends on their parent-child relationship. When children are born, their root chakra isn't even fully formed. It takes about 18 years for it to be fully formed and functioning. It's a big part of their immune system, quite frankly. And so children model their energy after people they spend the most time with. For most people in the world, it could be their mother. So when your mother is in fight or flight consistently, even before he was born, you were in fight or flight, by the way. This is a chronic pattern of years that you've had for a very long period of time. So he's been running his energy like you and fight or flight, you know, screws up the immune system. Okay. So it starts with me. I mean, I've been yes. trying for so hard and so long to work on my nervous system and I truly haven't found the thing that's going to get me out of that cycle yet. That's what I'm still well, you have trying to, to You have do. to stop thinking, you have to stop analyzing, you have to stop processing. And I want you to try those what if questions. What if my baby yeah. is happy? Just try that. Just because that what if question isn't just happening, helping this moment. It's helping you change your perception from previous lifetimes. Okay. Okay. And, and so yeah. what if my baby is, what if all my babies are happy? Mm. Because then we're talking about previous lifetimes too. Okay. I see. And so I just, you don't see anything in particular like we're like what I, i'm being told is we don't need to put our energy there because you're going to go back into fight or flight let's work on this this is yeah. the key okay okay yeah okay and, and letting you. go what if i surrender get out of the way and what if my baby so I've been is saying that one happy. for like a year <laughs> good Good. Keep it up and say it when your energy is elevated. Like I like to do what if questions when I'm washing dishes or folding laundry or walking my dog. You know, I like to do it when my mind is somewhat distracted so that the energy can really go into my body and recalibrate my, my human system. Okay. What if everything's okay and we're on the right track? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to keep no up more thinking, analyzing or processing. No more. <laughs> Okay. okay, Marie, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to turn off the brain. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, Christine, for joining the show. 877-825-8828. We'll take our last break of the hour. And uh, we'll be I, right. I was going to say oh, okay. one thing. Maybe sure. Christine could check in with us in a few months and see if there's been some change uh, in, um, in what's going on. All right. Sounds okay. like a plan. Yeah. We'll be right okay. back with more from Marie. 
and welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here just outside of Seattle taking calls. And I have one announcement before I take another call. I'm going to teach a Reiki workshop this year. Yeah, shocking. Um, but I, it will be in September, maybe late September. We already have some people on a waiting list. If it's something you are thinking of doing, it'll be two and a half days, Friday afternoon-ish evening and all day Saturday, all day Sunday in uh, Washington State uh, on the east side. Um, just you know, go to energyintuitive.com, let us know, or call the office, and we'll put you on the list for our lovely, you get attuned to all three levels in a weekend. It's super fun. Perfect. All right, let's get back to these phone lines, and we'll take now Cheryl calling in from New York. Hi, Cheryl. Hello. Hi, everybody. How are you? We're great, thank you. What can I do for you? Well, I would like to know how my energy looks. I've been working, um, I feel like I've been working very hard on heightening my vibration and on self-love. But most specifically, my left elbow is trying to tell me something, and if you could give me some insight, I've been two months and I've not been able to figure this out. So the elbow is connected to your throat chakra. It's about speaking your truth. Do you... Which I feel like I've been working on. Okay. Um, Truth is like so unique and precious for each individual. Uh, It's it's very deep inside the body. It's in your emotional response system. So the second chakra area that we were just talking about at the start of the show is where the emotional response system dwells and connection to the second chakra. It's actually in the auric field, but there's this beautiful connection. So I would say there's something you're not saying. Hmm. What in your life isn't working out besides your elbow? Um, that's a hard one. I'm I'm kind of in oh. a, a transition period, a very slow transition period. Um, I think there's a lot going on that's not working in in the way you want it to, and I think you're afraid to push on the accelerator to just get through it. You're afraid to say how you really feel about it. Think you're trying to fix it or patch it up. Or I'm not really sure. These are just the impressions I'm receiving. So I think you need to speed it up a little bit. Okay. Um, that's a tough one because I kind of feel like I don't have much um, much control over over the situation right now. But you can talk about it. You can have a conversation and share how you feel mm-hmm. right and i would just get a you yeah. know a, get one of those fascia blasters or i forget what this one thing is called it's like a a little slice of a stone they use for fascia work and use it around your elbow because mm. you, that will just help everything just get the fascia released we can get better circulation and movement in that area but yeah this is about expressing your truth and if you can't say how you feel to the people in your life write it down Talk to a wall, a tree, a cat, a dog. Just get it out of your body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been telling myself to write for quite some time, so I'm working on that as well. Great. Do you see um, working with tuning forks as something that might help my elbow? Of course. Yeah, but I would do the fascia stuff first. That's really what would kind of open it up and then use the tuning forks on top of it. But your elbow's fine. There's nothing seriously wrong. It's just trying to get you to do something different. Mm. That's really what it is. Which I'm kind of in the process of, but it's, like I said, a slow-moving ship. 
yeah. to try and turn it in, in, in an opposite direction, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't have to be super slow. You're just afraid to really be fully honest. Uh-huh. And that needs to happen. Okay. Well, right. thank you for calling. We're going to go to our next caller. Thanks. Have a beautiful day. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Cheryl. 877-825-8828. And we'll now take Leslie calling in from the Oregon area. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Hi. We like Hi. the excitement. Um, so I'm so thankful that you are taking my call. And um, I am so excited, Marie, because I am taking your multisensory uh, class and I'm loving it. And um, I'm calling. Yes. Re- yes. What's that? I said I love that class. It's so fun. It really is. It, it's just layer after layer of, of goodness. And um, I'm calling today regarding a, um, I've been, uh, let's see, a lot of different questions. Um, one of the things that I was hoping you could scan for me is, I think I think you mentioned like the seventh layer of the auric field where the gifts are. And um, I just wondered if you could kind of help me um connect with guidance around that um, and accessing that more more fully um, into more of an awakening. Um, I don't know if you see anything there or if there's other sort of areas that are out of balance or... Yeah, well, your chakras look great and re- you're really talking about the fifth layer of the auric field, the divine plan, where all of our natural gifts and talents are embedded into this field. And when we speak our truth, which you seem to be speaking your truth from what I can see, um, then that area is highlighted. I think what you're, you're going to need to work on is really feeling special and mm. amazing and incredible because you're, you're highly empathetic and, um, and I love empaths. I love them. Uh, I think they're amazing creatures, but you're kind of like, you feel that about others effortlessly but you don't necessarily feel that way about yourself. And so to allow this, the release of this embedded, you know, natural gifts and talents to really ooze out in a way where you can go, oh my gosh, wow, I could do that. Or, oh, oh my gosh, I'm like that. You know, um, you, you, I think if you could start to see yourself as magical and special and incredible, omnipresent, the way creation sees you, your authentic self, then everything's just mm-hmm. going to become obvious Mm, okay thank you yeah I'm really working with that that self-love and showering myself you know imagining a little mini version of me and just kind of um you know lighting her up and whatnot and um, I like that but here's what I and and keep doing that don't stop but let's do a what if question what if I am I am incredible magnificent and omnipresent beyond my wildest dreams and I'm living it fully in the world right now mm, i love that <laughs> okay okay that's yeah that's wonderful and and will that open up i've been not really resonating to where i'm living on the oregon coast and wanting to um you know relocate and um, be more excited about um my community and my little town and i just think all of those things don't even matter i think once the once you have this more in a authentic perception of who you are, you're not even going to care where you live. But if, if you are meant to move somewhere else, if there's some other place that excites you, great, that'll become, but I, I, I just think that the focus needs to be on yourself. You're looking outside again, you know, it's like, Oh, I, I don't like this environment or I don't like, no, you have to be inside. This is about you 
really building up your perception of yourself so that your authentic self can be available to you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, just from the inside out. Gonna go. I'm so sorry, but we're going to go into our next caller, you know, because we try to get to as many people as we can. And so I can't do two. We do. And- we only have a couple minutes left in the show. So let's yeah. take now uh, Desi calling in from uh, Seattle. Hi, Desi. Hi, Benny. Hi, Marie. How are you today? We're great. We're great. What can I do for you? Well, um, I'm actually uh, thinking about maybe a general read, but also I'm really, really curious about mediumship. So whatever you have time for. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. I'm drawing out your energy very fast. It looks great. You're taking in energy from multiple places in your energetic system. So chakras look fantastic. So you want to be a medium or you are one or you're realizing you're one? Um, I've been thinking about it a lot lately and um, I've been talking to my loved ones on the other side a lot. Um, right. Recently, I had a conversation with my dad while I was doing the dishes the other day. Oh, <laughs> I love that. That's so precious. So you are a medium. Do you want to be a professional one? Um, that would be fantastic. Um, right. right now I'm a reflexologist. I, I work at a spa in West Seattle. Thank you. Thank you. That's a great job. I like it. Yeah. So, and I really many, love it. Great. So how many days a week do you do reflexology? Um, I, how many days a week do I do it personally on myself? Sorry. <laughs> no, at work. I'm just looking for how much free time you have. Oh, um, I have a lot of free time in the mornings, and uh, I work in the afternoons, Wednesday through Sunday. During okay, so let's start, and, and it's, you know, reflexology, when anyone works in energy, they it, they often open up to multisensory abilities. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. uncommon. It's very, very mm-hmm. common. Just like mediums start seeing people's health because they're playing in the energy, right? So yeah. I want you to start practicing with people other than your family. Maybe okay. um, put it out on Facebook or something and start practicing your skill set so you can um, have a career also as a medium. I think it's exciting and I'm very happy for you. Okay. And your family on the other side loves it. They're like so excited. That's you good know. to hear. Yeah. So get cracking. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Marie. <laughs> it's been so great to talk to you. Time. It feels like talking Please. to an old friend. Oh, that's a great compliment. Thank you so much. Thanks, Desi, for calling from Seattle. And I think, Marie, that'll do it. You only got about a minute and a half left. Great. Okay, great. Thank you, everyone, for calling into the show today and for listening. If you didn't call in, of course, and thank you, Jen and Benny, for taking care of everyone so we can all work great together and get through another wonderful hour here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a beautiful day. Mm -hmm.